Hello and welcome to Code You Australia. I'm Dr. Caroline. I'm Dr. Sasha. And if you're brand new here, welcome. And if you're returning, welcome back. You may be wondering what is Code You Australia and what exactly are we on about? So Code You Australia is really a platform for all doctors, whether you are an Australian local graduate doctor or you are an international medical graduate doctor working in Australia or even thinking about working in Australia, this is for you. It is basically like, you know, going to a friend who has more work experience than you and you're like, hey, I'm about to start this new role. Can you tell me everything I need to know? Um, You know, what do I wear? Um, What resources should I use? What do they expect of me? How should I handle this rotation? How should I handle this issue? This is where it's what it is, a one-stop shop for anything that's really medical. Yeah, and it's something that Cara and I both wish we had had when we were doing this process. There's not really anything like it where you can find anything and everything in one place. Um, and I think that was our aim, to make something that we can that's relatable, that you can find mm. everything you need in one place. Yeah, like an A to um, Z or Z, um, you know, one-stop place for everything, really. Yeah. So the name, like Code You Australia. I feel like no one gets the name. Everybody asks us what it mm. means. Definitely non-medical people. Seemed very obvious to me. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, we thought about the name long and hard. Um, Sasha came up with the name and the moment she said it, this was after like a hundred <laughs> options, we, I was like, yes, beautiful. That's exactly what we're trying to do. So... Code U plays on the idea of Code Blue or even a Metcore, which is a code that we're all familiar with. It's basically when a patient has early signs that they're going to deteriorate, we call a code. And that's the idea that we step in before there's an adverse outcome. Yep. And usually in the code, a team would come running, a team of sort of specialists or people that are there to help with the situation they come in and they help manage the code so that the patient is safe yeah 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 um so we wanted to play on something like you know calling a code for you so to stop anything from going wrong in the beginning and to make your transition into australia the smoothest as possible yeah because i think um in the medical healthcare industry Um, even though we talk about, oh, self-care, self-care, we don't do it. And what you'll find is doctors will will deteriorate and they deteriorate quite early in their medical career, whether it's because of their mental health, they're overworked, or whether it's because there's a physical skill that they're not quite good at or they've got a negative feedback and they're just not sure how to handle it and how to navigate it. So we never really think about ourselves and we never take care of ourselves and we – do know of people that have gotten to a point where they're just completely broken in this system and they don't want to work um, in the hospital, let alone as a doctor anymore. So the idea is if you care about your patients that much that you will step in in early phase, in the early signs that they're deteriorating, you need to do that for yourself. So that's what Code You is about. Let's identify early what you need to know or what issues you may come across and let's find a way to overcome those issues before you go down the path of, you know, deteriorating and your mental health being affected and you, you know, your self-esteem being affected. Yeah. So that's really the idea behind the name and the slogan, which is revive, 
survive and thrive because that's what we're trying to do we're trying to revive you as a practitioner and we're trying to help you survive this this journey because it is difficult and not only survive then we're going to give you extra resources to help you thrive in it and get to where you want to go so i'm a south african trained doctor and i decided to move to australia for personal reasons and career choices and I found the whole process to be quite difficult and prolonged. I had to do the AMC1 and I had to do the WBA and eventually get my general registration in, in Australia. So when I was going through this process, I kind of wished there was something like Code U where all of this information was available in one place to guide me. Yeah, um, because we've kind of learned through the process by yeah. making the mistakes and then going, oh, that's how you do it yeah. or that's what you need to do. And then we've figured it out. Yeah. Which is not ideal because that means no. more time, more stress just to get to the result. Exactly. Yeah. So we've made the mistakes for you. Yeah, so you <laughs> don't have to. Um, yeah, and with me, even though I was born and raised in Australia, I did my medical degree overseas. So that made me go through the IMG pathway. I started my internship here um, and then carried through. So yes, it is a very, very difficult journey. Um, and one that I had to sort of learn quickly because it's a fine balance between sort of identifying your weaknesses but also making sure that those weaknesses don't translate in the work that you do. So with me, um, I'm, you know, I really do pride myself. I always say, and I don't find this shameful to say, but I'm just not book smart. I'm very life smart. And that has gotten me, you laugh, but it's true, but that has gotten She's me. She's street smart. Oh yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think that's a shameful thing as a doctor to say, well, you know, I'm not book smart. It doesn't mean I'm not smart. I just like some of my colleagues that could regurgitate information from a textbook. That's just not who I am. I'm very like my common sense and I use it a lot in my clinical practice, but it's gotten me so far. Um, and for me, I was using that and utilizing those natural skills I have to play the game and figure out what I need to do and do things safely, develop a whole, you know, um, thing of networking strategies, resources to make sure that I'm always performing safely and on top of my game and that I'm growing as a doctor as well. So for me, um, naturally, I fell then into a clinical role. I went on maternity leave and came back as a clinical educator, which was for me personally, I really enjoyed because I was always as a junior doctor, um, whether it was through the IMG committee, providing ideas, resources, but more importantly, it was a lot of one-on-one. -on -one. I would see a new doctor starting, whether it was local or an IMG, or even a local would ask me a question, oh, hey, how do you do this? And I said, oh, do, well, do you have a process? No, I don't. Hey, how about show you some resources? Follow <laughs> this and this will help you with any patient you come across. Um, and that was sort of just my natural I guess self doing yeah. that. You're a natural so, teacher. Uh, yeah. I, well, I just find that sort of stuff comes very easy to me. So when yep. the clinical educator role was offered, I was like, yeah, I think I need to take this because I see that I can really, really do a lot in this role. I've got some great ideas, um, stuff that I'm really doing. I just need to do it on a formal level. Yeah. I think Caroline is a great teacher. She's got all these little tips, tricks, skills, shortcuts, and she's taught me so much. Like I might've worked more than her clinically, but she's yeah. taught me all these little shortcuts. She, even this morning taught me something <laughs> about cannulation. So she really is just a wealth of knowledge and the way of 
she puts across the information is also um, so good. So she really is just a natural born teacher. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's, I've got to say, that's one thing I know I do differently. It's the way I teach something. Because I always say I hate when the most intelligent person in the room is hired to educate someone because they don't teach very well. Yeah. The reason being is because information comes so naturally to them. So they present information in a way that they think people at their level can understand but most people don't operate at that level so they're not relatable no and I always Mm. believe you need to explain things logically and in a simple manner and that's the foundation and then you build off that so that's what I do with all the work I create and all the resources I create but I guess that also is what makes us a really good team because Sasha has so much clinical experience and um personally I, I you know I have so much respect she's such an intelligent person I think she's very very book smart um and Aww. you really are like if you know whether I have an idea she can sort of think about how to do it so um and she does it very quickly and efficiently and I think that's why I would say we're a dynamic duo Aww, I'm just gonna so go ahead and say that <laughs> yeah <laughs> such kind words self-proclaimed but yes, dynamic I, duo. I do yeah. think that we're a really good team I think we bring separate things to the table yeah. and we bring it together really well um, and we just have this common goal and this common passion in code you and it just works really well for us yeah yeah it does doesn't mm. it so how this um, formed from an idea to actually doing it was I was um pregnant working as a junior doctor and I really you know had a whole bunch of resources I was already helping people one-on-one but I just thought you know I really enjoy doing this and when people ask you like oh what specialty do you want to go into and you know there were so many different parts of different specialties I love but nothing was natural for me like teaching was and I just thought you know I know what I want to do. Um, it might not necessarily be a specialty, but I had it in my mind. And when I eventually went on maternity leave, I was working on a lot of things in the background, but I knew I couldn't do this alone because I have one set of skills, um, but I really believe that somebody else needed to come with a different set of skills and we needed to complement each other because we could provide so much more to others um, if there was two of us. So um, I actually met Sasha through a friend and got to know her a little bit and I just asked her and <laughs> I don't you didn't even hesitate I was like she's it's the easiest sell she's ever just, she's pretty forceful no. <laughs> <laughs> I those that know her will know <laughs> um yeah well no, well the reason I didn't hesitate was that you pitched the idea very well oh. and um it just resonated with me. It was something that I could really relate to. Um, It's something that I wish I had available to me when I was moving over and transitioning my career from another country to Australia. So it was kind of a no-brainer for me. And yeah. yeah. And can I also say though, like you're, you have this natural thing where you, people gravitate to you. They feel very, at work, they feel very comfortable, you know, coming to you with their problems and you providing solutions. So many compliments. No, but it's true. (laughs) Um, And you also have an additional role at work where um, you, you know, help IMGs. So I feel like you also are a natural nurturer and this idea isn't far from that because this is what Mm. it is. It's nurturing other people's careers. Yeah. Maybe not as good education-wise, I suppose, but nurturing and definitely helping people along um, is always something that I try and do. Yeah. At work especially because work's really hard. It is. It's such a tough industry. And that's why whether you are a local or an international medical graduate, 
it doesn't matter. Medicine, yeah. the healthcare system is like no other industry. It is so far behind. Like other industries are all about self-care, mm. you know, respect, no bullying. And unfortunately, we talk about those things, but we're just not there yet. And especially for local Australian graduates and this is their first job and they're quite young when this is their first job it is so difficult like yep. what a hell of a first job to have I, I couldn't imagine it uh, yeah it's crazy um, and and at that stage you're really young as well yeah. to take on all of that yeah it's amazing mm. so it is really really difficult this whole journey doesn't matter where you're coming from regardless this journey um it's you know it, it can bring down the strongest of people yeah yeah. And just having that layer of support um, and these resources available to you or, you know, little infographics and videos coming up. Like it's just a little bit of a backup, I suppose, um, mm. to anticipate problems that you might have and solve them before they actually really bring you down. That's right. That's actually a very good way yeah. of putting it. So where do we want to take Code You Australia? Um, look, we want to be the biggest platform for Australian doctors. We want it, like we said earlier, an A to, to Z kind of complete comprehensive guide for all doctors to navigate all sorts of issues. Like when it comes to medical knowledge, there are multiple textbooks you can go to, but generally problems at work aren't of a medical knowledge issue. It's really got to do with how to deal with your consultants, how to deal with your coworkers, how to improve physical skills. They're things that aren't you can't easily look these things up you kind of need to speak to someone who's had experience in that area that gives you the advice so we want to take it we want to make it sort of a very broad but also um directed at doctors in australia to help guide them throughout their entire career exactly and a lot of these are just softer skills in medicine that can't really be taught and aren't Mm. taught that well and actually Caroline and I did a little lecture to the junior doctors about soft skills um, where we spoke over Zoom and had a little presentation and a couple of people actually said to us like we should do a podcast. (laughs) So that's actually also where the idea came from. So when Caroline came to me with this idea like it was just something that I thought we could do together and and we could really grow yeah yeah um and that was so much fun to do that um tutorial but it's right it's such a great opportunity and I guess like in medicine you have a lot of really really intelligent people doing medicine but the issue where some people might not be as strong of a trait is going to be in the communication and the soft skills. So the ones that you find do really well in medicine are the people that are very street smart. The people are very good <laughs> with kind of um, working the room and networking yep. and being well liked. And so these are things you can't teach, yeah. but you can certainly give people a heads up on what to do and, and I what think to say. We always mention how Caroline knows how to play the game. Like I might have moved from another country. It took me really long to realize, you know, how Australian culture in the medical world works. But Caroline really does know how that culture game works. And that's what she really brings to the table as well. Like that's a huge part of understanding how to work in this country. Yeah. And when I say play the game, it's not in a devious or a dishonest manner. Not not in the slightest what I mean is knowing what that person wants from you and knowing how to give it even when if you're emotional or feel unfairly treated it's how to conduct yourself that for example there's going to be people in medicine that try to I'm, I'm going to say it potentially even ruin your career 
And when you provide them the answer that they're not expecting from you, um, let's say when they're giving you negative feedback, it softens them. And they're like, hold on here. Oh, okay. Well, at least this person's taking on feedback Mm. that shows so much maturity and see how you're already turning them around and winning them over, even in the most uncomfortable situations. Mm. So that's what you need to do to survive certain personalities in medicine. And I feel like coming from another uh, country, and I know this is true for a lot of countries, that that's actually not how we operate so Mm. it is more like how much you know how much the consultants ask you questions and you know the answers to them Um, whereas Australia it really is more how you carry yourself and handle yourself and I've always said um, from the beginning that what impresses me so much is the interns here who are so young and they just carry themselves so maturely and so well for their age yeah and yeah I think that just is a testament and they're so confident (laughs) yeah and I think it's just a testament to the Australian culture and how it how it is you know to be trained here yeah absolutely so if you liked any of what you heard today um we do have an instagram a facebook and a tiktok account at koju australia so type that in and hit the follow button we also have a youtube channel with all our videos go to um please subscribe to that channel we also have podcasts available to stream on spotify and apple podcasts once again i'm dr caroline i'm dr sasha And hopefully we see you around.